Comedy Production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike. Big Timing Comedy presents Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. Hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subovich. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Showing! Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge in Boston! How are we doing? What an effect. What I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But that was amazing. I'm, I'm, I fucking hate Facebook. Um, so welcome. Good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night, wherever you're listening. This is episode 188. We are right here from the Western Sun Vodka Studios. Western Sun is out of Pilot Point, Texas, launched in 2011, and is made with USA Midwestern corn, which is a grass. And it is 10 times distilled for a smooth, quality drink. Go out and get your bottle of original peach, cucumber, lime, blueberry, raspberry, watermelon, prickly pear, and or grapefruit today. Hopefully orange is coming soon. I'm diving into some right now. Are you as well, Stefan? I'm doing the raspberry. I'm doing I'm, the raspberry. I'm giving the watermelon a go tonight. I'm Are just, you? I'm, yeah. I'm jumping okay. in. All jumping right. in. Okay. I, I did start with a prickly pear. I had to kick it off with a prickly pear first. Okay. And yeah, that's your go-to. That. We had a lot of pr- prickly pear was a flowing Saturday I did. night. I did. I, so I got home. My brother-in-law was like, I'm doing a fire pit tonight. I'm doing a fire pit. You coming over? And I was like, dude, I don't know what my state of condition is going to be after my show. I might be exhausted, but I'll give it a try. So Patrick is with me. We roll up, and I'm like, all right, dude, we're going to go over there. We're going to crash his fire pit. So we walk across the street. We walk around the corner, and there's fucking, it's dark. There's nobody there. <laughs> and I'm like, I can, I'm like doing the old tracker move where I'm like holding my my, my hand over the fire pit, and I'm like, it's still warm. Yeah, He's, like, He hasn't been gone long. It's, it was like, it's like an old Clint Eastwood movie, you know? You see his, like, cigar, his cigarillo still sitting there. Who? Who's got the... Is that you, Mike? That's Mike's TV. God That's Mike TV. Fucking rookie goddamn move. That's all right. The people at home don't care. No, it's not the television. Well, it's coming from somewhere. Is it you, Eric? No. I hear it to my left. Everything's off on my end. Wait, hold on. It was you. <laughs> It no, was it wasn't me. What did you? I do? I don't know. What I didn't you? do anything. You just muted your computer. I didn't touch my computer. Yeah, you I did. went this way. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was I you. I promise you that wasn't right. me. Anyway, so I'm I'm holding my hand over the fire, and I, I Patrick's like, all right, I should probably go home. I was like, fuck, no, you're not. You're going to sit down, and we're going to sit around Sean's fire pit while he is sleeping, and we're going to sit here. And I had a bottle, a bottle of prickly pear, and I was just drinking it straight out of the bottle, mm. sitting around this fire. <laughs> so very, in one, on one hand, very manly to be drinking booze straight out of the bottle. Right. On the other right. hand, it's prickly pear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And I left. I was like, I'm leaving this right here on this log. So in the morning, he's going to wake up and be like, oh. Eric was here. Did you finish the bottle? Fuck yeah. Did you really? Yeah, man. You took a bottle nice. to the face? Not a whole bottle. It was like what was left from the night. So I'd say maybe a fourth of it. 
let me ask you this, and and it's not as a concerned friend. It's as a sensationalist podcast partner. Okay? <laughs> okay. All, right, All right. So give me an honest answer. I don't care about the answer. I don't care about you. But okay? <laughs> I just want you to know nice. that. I mean, I do. I do. All right. How much has your alcohol tolerance gone up in the last six months, let's say, during this COVID pandemic? My tolerance from the COVID pandemic? You, which is another way of saying... You're drinking a lot. I honestly, how much? Though, how much are you? Can you put down a bottle of booze like that? Is it, I don't know. I mean, if I guess if I wanted to, but I don't have a desire to do that. I think you have a comically high alcohol tolerance. I definitely right now. have a good. I have a good tolerance, but it's not because of COVID. I've actually scaled way back in the beginning. That first like month and a half. Okay, of this you scaled thing, back since then. I was drinking every single day. I was going to ask you. Do you and think I was that sad. Was, do you think that was the most that you were had had ever like? The most you were consistently drinking. Yeah, oh, absolutely in my life. And, yeah. I, and, it, and it was showing. Like, I was getting depressed. I yeah. was super sad. And at first, it was like fun. It's like, oh, cool. I can drink every fucking day. I don't have yeah. to go to work tomorrow. So I can be hungover. It won't matter. And yeah. then, like, after 30 days, I was like, I was just kind of like crying as I was drinking. I'm sure. like, this is like, and I'm like, this has got to change. <laughs> oh, bye, bye. <laughs> yes. Yo, so, Eric, uh, so like, uh, like I've been looking at it like a like a track and field thing where like uh, my 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 sprints you know like getting getting trashed real fast like uh-huh. you know like you would with friends like haha let's drink all these shots like nothing I can't do that <laughs> but like a marathon drinking like right slow and, it, and easy beers and several beers several maybe. beers a case of beer a, mm-hmm. hand, a handle of vodka. right right uh-huh. let's get you introduced right yeah, yeah, who yeah, is yeah. that voice let's so get that him voice, introduced so that voice is um our, our guest is a fellow booker and comedian in the Maryland area he's got a beautiful beard and rocks the lumberjack look hard, but he's a gentle giant and a funny dude. We're excited to have him on our show on 1024 at the State Theater. Please welcome Calvin Keipel. It's a distinct pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got we got so sidetracked on that. So, um, so, so yeah, so I, I'm with you, man. I'm not I'm not the like rager go hard just fucking start dumping shots or i'm gonna be puking in the corner all right when you were at when you were drinking as much as you were at the peak of your covid drinking how yeah. much how much were you consuming oh dude i we were like a oh. day like were you just waking up and drinking like bloodies no, no 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 no, no. Like, i was at least waiting until about um like two or three o'clock in the all right all right four, so you got to four like, o'clock it's not you'd day be like, drinking if you can't do it all day yeah, it's like an early happy hour. You know? Oh, yeah. It was like 4 o'clock. I was like, well, yeah. Yeah. But I was also locked in the house with my family the whole time. I'm not so blaming like, you. No, I, know, I told I know. you. I'm not coming at this no, from I know the you're angle not. of... I know you're not, but what? that's why I'm saying that. Let's sell newspapers. That's Come what? on. <laughs> tell me what's going on. I want to know. I want it to be sensational. So, so here's the thing. I When this thing kicked off and they were threatening to close liquor stores, I went into prepper mode. <laughs> Okay. Uh, did, did and you, I was that when you lost it? Was that when you were like, "This can't happen"? I immediately, yeah, I immediately went to the, I went to the biggest liquor store near me, mm-hmm. and I rolled out of there. I want to say the tab was right around five hundred dollars worth of booze that I stocked Boy, up on. You got it. And I figured it was going to last us a long time. Now that's the question. How? When did you go back? Two weeks later. Shit. <laughs> Not that we were clean out, but it was like. If they're gonna close liquor stores, I I don't want it. Like we we could have probably made it another week. You or thought so. to yourself. You looked at the bar and you thought to yourself, mm, "Best to restock." Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was a Boy Scout man. Be prepared. Yeah, you, know? you looked at that and you said, "These collective glasses are half empty." Now, when I started to think that or realize that there was a there was an issue beginning, 
it was when I went back to the liquor store, I think, for the third time and now was still dropping $300 yeah. plus dollars and at that point, the on guy, a restock. At that point, the guy's like, hey, Eric. Hey, guys, come on out here. Eric's here. Come say hi to him. He's going to need some help carrying his shit to the car. <laughs> well, that's, that's what it's like. Hi, Mr. Eric. Hello, Mr. Eric. <laughs> it's like when I used to travel for work all the time and I, I was like a regular at the hotel yeah. and I like and I was like, I'm an adult. And I would pull up, and they would they would open the door, and it yeah. was it was a fucking uh, Spring Hill Suites, you know. <laughs> and they would open the door like, "Oh, Mr. Jolliker, it's good to see you again." When you're ordering three hundred dollars of booze at a time, and they know your order ahead of time, oh yeah, you know, oh, they yeah. Got, well, you want it same as last time, Mister. Or or the best thing was like they just saw the sucker on my face, mm. so then they started like pitching me the shit that they're trying to move, mm. you know. <laughs> And they're like, hey, hey, you should try this. This what is did great. You, what did you try that wasn't so good? What did you get sold? Oh, my God. It was um, it, it was a rock because I was digging into some rye whiskeys. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, and they because I'm a beam, Jim Beam guy. Okay. And it's that's a cheaper, you know, it's a cheaper line. So their, their, like. their margins on that are probably high. And they're like, hey, man, if you're going for like that cheap, again, alcoholic looking for the cheap drunk. <laughs> hey, man, this is this is rye, yeah. but it's Jim Beam, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> your eyes lit up. You said, ooh, name brand. I was like, ooh, ooh, Jim Beam. <laughs> ooh, I've heard of that. I grew up on the Eastern Shore. So That's like, like uh, water. My my dad and I were big on gin and like we, we made like, you know, like the, the downhill slope real slow. We were starting with like the Hendrix, like the. Uh-huh. The real oh, craft yeah. like gins and, and, then, and then going to like you know like a uh, blue sapphire uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and then and then beef eaters uh-huh. and then uh seagrams and then like you know straight it just up says bathroom gin. yeah just gin <laughs> has a picture of a bathtub on yeah, it yeah in iowa when i was in college in iowa you could go to the high v was the grocery store where kurt warner worked out actually oh. and they had a liquor store in the corner of it and they had um their bottom shelf liquor line was five o'clock i mean it said five o was it apostrophe clock yeah and um they had vodka they had rum they had gin they had it all and we called it doing time nice (laughs) i like that that's good that's good so yeah i'm 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 a fellow bottom of the barrel guy too i never got into gin i can't i don't i'm not a gin guy i'm apparently it Allegedly, my wife claims it makes me mean, but I, well, I just think you it, were, we've said this before. But you were a gin guy when I met you. I know. Then you were mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's real crisp. It's like good for the summer. Yeah. I think it tastes like walnuts. I don't. There's I, something about it. See, I, just, I don't like, like Christmas, walnuts, but I don't it, know, like an evergreen tree typey. Yeah. I I don't. It's just not my thing. I've tried. It's like it cools you down, whereas like you know rum or like whiskey is like. Oh, I need a need need something to deal with this cold. Like, yeah, I don't know. I when I'm thinking about cooling down, I don't reach for booze. I think I go with like an iced tea. <laughs> but no, I'm with you, Calvin. It's a, it's a a very refreshing. Like it's a summer beverage. Like when I go, um, yeah, because I go to Alaska uh, fishing. Um, there's because I'm there for a week, and it's in the middle of July. And believe it or not, I mean it, it gets pretty hot um, when you're out there on the river fishing. And dude, four o'clock. It's fucking gin and tonic time every day. All like, right, that's the that's the four o'clock drink. That's what you do. Yeah, and that's then we can conti- and then we continue to drink until like one in the morning because the sun doesn't go down. It's amazing. That sounds beautiful, Eric. I miss Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Get up there and fish with your dad. Yeah, you know, me Hey, Dad, you mind passing me an ice cold Budweiser beer? <laughs> Just watch out for that nose poop. 
Oh man, it's great. There ain't no goddamn liberals up here, Dad. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, God, that's good stuff. <clears throat> so we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a fire your guns. We're gonna get Calvin in on a fire your guns. And there's so much weaponry to choose. There from. is. There is. I think we're gonna let the guest choose his choice of of weapon in this uh, this duel. Of, right. of, Am I gonna need the corkscrew? Um, yeah, probably. Uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I would. I would just be prepared. So, Calvin, you've got a uh, AK-47 here. Um, you've got two um, uh, Tommy guns to choose from. There's an M16 in this box over here, and the newest addition is to your back left. It's a cognac sword, and that's in the, <laughs> that's in the corner right there. So, uh, for our firing your gun segment. Uh, which uh, which li- liquid weapon would you like to drink from? You know the, the most obviously the most effective is the AK forty seven, but I'm not going for that kind okay. of shit. It's so, too flashy uh, for you. <laughs> too flashy. Goal, this is like also like choosing the Grail, at, and you know like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple. I mean, excuse me, in the Last Crusade. Choose wisely. I'm sorry, and you know like. M sixteen's just, you know, pork barrel like weaponry. Uh-huh. Tom Tommy guns were horribly inaccurate. I gotta go with the cognac sword. Oh cognac sword! Nice. That's a good decision. Bring I the like cognac that. Sword this back is fresh in. too. This is new. Right, DJ. Very, I like his uh deductive reasoning too. DJ that was hit great. the music while I get the cognac that was sword. Great. Get it open. So so while you're doing that, so Matt Matt uh Cannon or, or Steve McKenna here, he also chimed in and said that uh gin uh makes him an asshole and aggressive, which he is neither of those things oh, that uh, is a beautiful story. normally. And um, Matt, I'm, I'm I, I disagree. To... I was going to say, what do you drink gin all the time? <laughs> yeah, asshole. <laughs> Matt, there was a, I'm failing. Text me. I forget. There was a story where you got real aggressive at a party or something. We were drinking gin years ago. Um, and I think that's what you're referring to here. Just shoot me a text refresher on that one. Uh, it might be a good, a good tale to tell, if you will. And here we go. Calvin is diving into. The uh, he's diving into this this yeah, beautiful cognac sword. No. <laughs> Pictures. Oh, oh yeah, he's oh yeah. This is like a <laughs> t- tickle the tip, tickle the tip. Hell, just the tip. Yeah, man. That's a beautiful thing that we have. Here I go. Over. Here I go. Get my picture too, right, Eric. Right, we right. need cognac oh, sword man. pictures. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we have any. It's hard to get the whole thing in there. That's what she said. Yeah. I got. Nice. Calvin's in the background. <laughs> you might have blinked, Stefan. Yeah. You turned too quick. You got to give it a second. Do All right, it again. Calvin. Get back in there, All Calvin. Right. All right. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. Shit. Hold up. All right. Do it. Do it. I feel like we're in college again, doing like uh, doing sword shots, like ripping like you never had anything beer bombs and shit. Oh, you're not gonna take my picture now? I see how it is. I see how it is. Your camera's not open. I don't know how to work this sorcery. Yeah, it's right. just like your phone, only bigger. That's what she if said. you want to join this fraternity and work in my dad's car dealership, you take the sword shot. We are so busted on this one. AC's coming oh. after us. <laughs> hey, look, I'll talk to Angus. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, thanks for talking to Ted Nugent, jackass. I did. I did talk to Ted. Sure you did. He told us we couldn't use it. Ted's an asshole. Hey, could you clerk that? Oh, shit. You guys have Oh, no, hold on. Hold it for you guys really talked to Ted? Like, you know, I'm from Michigan. Everybody knows Ted. Yeah? Yeah. He wouldn't let us use his song for our... 
right. for our opening um, intro. So we changed it. We changed it up. We moved away from the, the Ted. Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. I'll, All right. I'll ask him next time I'm up there. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Get him, yeah, get him up on the, on the podcast here. Stefan will definitely uh, probably either jerk you off or give you head if you pulled that off. Good Lord. Uh, what did I, I just walk back into? I, I was putting know. the cognac sword back hey, in a safe I, place, and you're offering me up for sexual favors again. Yeah, when is different from any other time. I mean, it's any time I walk away. Uh, I'm, you're such a pimp. It's the strategery. So, fun uh, Michigan rock story. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Please. My, my dad used to live with some guys who were musicians in Flint, and... One day they brought the new guy in Grand Funk Railroad. The yeah. guy, that, the guy that brought them from Grand Funk to Railroad. Okay. And my dad was not a fan of this. Like, <laughs> he was like not having it. They went from being like heavy metal to this bubblegum uh, like yeah. rock shit, and like yeah, who wants to hit the American top four? I was right? going to say and they, 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 they became a legendary who wants, band. Who wants money when you can have integrity? And <laughs> <laughs> you can be an artist. Integrity. My dad, my dad even like pay rent there. He like lived there by like washing dishes for the other guys. And like, Joe, here's the guy from Grand Funk Railroad. And my dad's like, fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just told him to fuck off because he that changed you, it up. You ruined, ruined the band. Yeah, that guy ruined the band and he ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so my dad had to move. Yeah. He's like, all right. Your dad uh, just, just hates got, railroads. <laughs> just got evicted. He can't even look at train sets. <laughs> hey, Mike, how do we get that ugly gray square out? It's gone. All right, cool. Thank you. Eric, do you see the shirt on Mark? It's funny you mentioned that. Yes! That's our boy. It's Travis Irvine. Irvine. Yeah, he ran for governor, governor in Ohio. Governor. I know, I, but that was a while ago. But I ordered one of his shirts. God. Yeah. You are kind of a whore. It's pretty random. I it think is. that's what's so funny. And it's Ravens colors. And it, well, that's at first I thought you were wearing a Ravens I know. Shirt. That's why I was like, I'll, I'll wear this. And he and he recently um, posted something about uh-huh, running, uh-huh. and I um, I was actually wearing it. It was like a Saturday morning. Oh, that's ironic. And he and he said something about like you know not winning. And I was like, don't blame me, and like took a picture. I saw that, yeah. but I wasn't piecing it all. They together. put it back in their like campaign trails. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at your fifteen seconds of fame. Do you, well, do you remember when I went out to LA a couple of years ago? Uh-huh, Travis was out there. He was really uh, released. I saw him at a bar. Like you we, just ran into him? Yeah. Like we he How was, fucking random is he that? He was premiering his movie. Well, we were running in like the same circles. It was like the same comedy people. Yeah, but um, at the same time. I know. For him to be a, out there. To be at the same bar. Like, I know. I, I mean, that's pretty serious. Well, it was like the same part of town. And we, we, I was like, I'm going to be here. He's like, all right. Oh, uh, you guys met. Okay. 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 Yeah. I, gotcha. I well, thought you were just literally at a bar and you bumped into him. You're like, hey, what's no, up? He was, but he was like two miles away. Well, like yeah. It was like, LA's a big town. Anyway, uh, he, he did Which some Which would have made even cooler if you just bumped into him at a bar. <laughs> yeah, here I am pulling up in a Maserati. Right, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> What's up, Trev? Yeah, oh, no big deal. Hey, can yeah. I call you Trev? Isn't that yeah. the cool thing to do here in California? Hey, Trev. But he he did it like they he did a movie. It was like Zombie Beavers from early. <laughs> All right, I, we'd have to look it up. But um, anyway, he was releasing his film out there. But uh, he's a good dude. And I What'd you call that? Shirt. The Killer Beavers? I think it's like Killer. Yeah, I don't learn like Zombie Beavers. Maybe I don't know. Killer Beavers film comes up. I think that might be it. Um, hold on. I don't know if Zombie Beavers is his. I might be thinking of the wrong movie. Was he in the movie? Or? No, he was the director or producer. I think he was doing no. the. Or it might have been like Killer Raccoons. This is a German. Might have been Raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. Don't I don't think, think too much. I think time you should hit that it. button, Mike. 
don't know. Sword shots. <laughs> Too many sword Killing shots. Killer raccoons. Oh, racist. Like a raccoon is a fucking racist thing. Uh, what, what oh, it is, it is. It is. It is. It's, it's Killer Raccoons 2. That's it. Dark Christmas. That's what he was uh, releasing. D- dark Christmas in the dark. I shit no. you not. Uh, well, that's the next one. That looks says 2020. Oh. Maybe he was releasing the first one back then. Uh, I don't. The first one doesn't even come up when you Google that shit. It's I only this one. Look, Travis was promoting this film when I, <laughs> in Los Angeles about two years ago. Oh, this ago. is incredible. On Christmas Eve, passengers aboard a nighttime train to Washington face off against an angry gang of domestic terrorists and highly intelligent government trained <laughs> raccoons. raccoons. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck. You're dying. This is right. I think, I think Calvin's dick just got real hard. <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you wear the shirt of the guy who r- directed and produced Absolutely. that? Who also ran for governor somewhere? Hell, I mean, come yeah, on. Dude. That's a guy I can get behind. Yeah, it released in July. Right now, like, I'm thinking, yeah. why don't more career uh, politicians <laughs> go for like purple as their color? Right. Because, like, oh my God. people are going to wear that shit all the time. It's I like, agree. you know, like all 30 of my Ravens jerseys right. are dirty. I mean, might as well wear the political shirt. Eric didn't even look at it. Oh, just like cool Raven shirt, God. you know? And that's not what it is at all. But in this town, that's what you get oh, away with. Yeah. And it's from Overbite, Predi- Pre- uh, Overbite <laughs> Pictures. Uh, I'm sorry. I. <laughs> I'm watching the, um, oh, look at that. In the space shuttle that they're coming in on, it looks like a giant dick and balls. Uh, fantastic. It looks like uh, high theater. Oh, this is, <laughs> this is, I might have to go. Is this, uh, is this your viewing and, pleasure? Embark on this. I'm watching the preview here. And <laughs> can you see the raccoon? Yeah, the raccoons oh look God. fantastic. They're wearing like Saudi that Arabian. Is, uh, that is the best CGI I've ever seen. Did you see the little hats? They're like ter- like Saudi terrorists, like a red and white checkered. <laughs> what are those things called? Uh, the, the oh god, I don't the even, headwear. The headwear. Yeah, I know that, what like, you're the, talking about. I don't know what they're called, but, but like uh, the cliche terrorists in movies oh, wear. It's like that head. We- it's like turban that's it yeah that, like the red and white checkered turban but like almost like the ones that the palestinians yeah that like yeah, flow yeah. down yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah, yeah. they I have like a crown about. on like it's uh and they're always like red and white checkered yeah. i feel oh, like man. you know to classic yeah. terrorist gear the palestinians and the scottish really rocking that plaid yeah oh of course yeah <laughs> that's old world i think oh. is, is what plaid is yeah God, it's it doesn't, get, it doesn't get much better than that. Well, the last movie or the last episode we talked about with with Bob Delmont, we got into some some yeah. like G H or I level movies. Well, yeah, because we were talking <laughs> Michael uh, Michael Winslow. And yeah, his, and his catalog includes a few of them. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, we got into um, Bob's buddy that was in a movie. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was a very. <laughs> Very odd titled movie. I don't remember what it was, but that was the one that was like super, super far down. You haven't seen Carlito's Way. Did you watch it? No, I haven't yet. Have you seen Carlito's Way, Calvin? I'm sorry. Really? I haven't either. Are, Are you an Al Pacino fan? Yeah. No. Okay, Cal- Eric. Are you an Al Pacino? I, I I wouldn't say I'm a, a an avid fan, but I would I'm I would watch Carlito's Way, and I almost I got ready to do it recently, and then I got sidetracked back into Marvel. Do you so. like Sean Penn? Yeah, of course. I want to follow Carlito. There you go. Where's the way? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a two both of them. It's at their peak. 
They're yeah. both so good in their in their respective roles. No, I watched roles. the when you told me about it, I immediately watched the trailer and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, I do have to see this." John Leguizamo is oh, like, yeah. he's is, like the... is very young in it. Vigo Mortensen is in yeah. it. Do you know who he is? Oh yeah. Return of the King, yeah. you know. Lord he was of the also Rings. in um 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 Oh God! Uh, uh, what is that? A tale of Captain violence, Fenders. or a, yeah, a history of violence. History of violence. Great flick. Good pull. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good movie. That was based on a graphic there novel. Was, there was a great sex scene in it. There too. was, and there was also a great <laughs> nude fight scene. Remember when he was getting um, in the um, steam room at the end with the guys yeah, with the yeah, knives, yeah, and they yeah, were trying yeah, to yeah. kill him, and they uh-huh. fucking fought him off all naked. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was underrated, I think. Yeah, I would agree. I immediately went to the uh, theater because it had, um, oh, God, what's her name? Um, his uh, wife. Elizabeth Shue. No. Isn't that who it was? No, she was in uh, Coyote Ugly. She was the bar. The, Piper like, Piraboo? No, no, no. She was the bar owner. Um, uh, hold on. She's, oh, God. I saw her in something else not too oh, long ago, too. God. She's, and she wears that it's little. It's not Elizabeth Shue? No. no. <laughs> hold on. Uh, <sighs> it is. Tell me who it is. Ah, I was thinking B. Bello, Maria Bello. Oh, Maria Bello, oh, Bello. God. Yeah, I know yeah. who she is. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. had a good run of films there in, she's, in the early two thousands. Very, very attractive. Very she's attractive. a good looking she was, woman. She was also in an episode of uh, CSI Miami. I've heard of it. Never watched. That is that show the one with life. David Carradine? <laughs> is that the Coolio version? Yeah, is that the one with Chris no. O'Donnell? <laughs> no. Oh man. Is that the one with Robin from Batman and Robin? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, quick shout out before we dive into the recap. So, John Dayton, Johan. Mila Simon. I, we call him Johan. Johan Dayton and Mila Simon have started uh, their podcast, Anything for the Story. We're just uh, here shouting it out. Tell, go check it out. I think they're on their sixth episode now. They're they're young. They're fresh. Uh Young bucks, I would say, are mini me's, and they are—they're doing some great shit. Are they so, your prodigies. So definitely check it out. Check it out. Anything for the story. Anything for Do the story. It. And they're gonna. How get did they come up with the name? Um, I don't, you have to ask them. We got to get them in here and talk about. Well, it. they're our proteges. I thought maybe you would have talked speak, to them. I'm not gonna speak for them. No, John's been very proteges. Like he's Mark been and very. I don't talk cryptic. about my protégés. No, he's been very cryptic about it because he's not telling me a lot because he's like, he wants to build this really cool thing. Mm. And they'd be like, hey, guys, come check this shit out. Okay. Check out what we did. All right. So They don't want our help. No, he's, oh, I'm helping him. But no. But he's just not giving. Oh, okay. no, you're not. All right. That's cut off. Mom and dad have spoken. He's spoken. You either want all of it or not. I thought this was a sister so podcast. You either want there, all yeah. of it or none of it. So, so, John, you know who to not go ask for things. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I no, I know, but you make that point. Like the parents, like don't go talk to Stefan. Well, yeah. He's gonna say no. But I, but I'm a softy. Or they'll they'll go to me and they'll be like, hey, well, no, Stefan. Stefan said no. You know what it is? They what? don't come to us together. They isolate us. They and do. Be like, look, right? You, you get it. And, yeah, and oh, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. but if we're together, it'd be like a power play. I'd be like, fuck no, you guys do that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> you guys pull yourselves up by hey, your bootstraps. Hey, you gotta fucking fly from the nest at some point in time. Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a good time. I think we should call back ten uh, ten. We had uh, a show at State Theater. We had our I think it was our third show here uh-huh. uh, on our fourth week, uh-huh. kind of back open again. We had uh, Tommy Simbazo headlining it. We, we had Ashley Pontius as a guest. We had Cameron Goads as the as a feature, and I was hosting it. Yeah, uh, you were you were producing it. I did. I produced the shit out of you it. You were the man behind the curtain. If I you will, was the Wizard of Oz. I felt like it. 
And um, isn't it fun sitting on stage right there in the it's corner fun. under the uh, the little amber light? It's fun to wield the power of the light. I know. Of the, to be the one to say, you, you right. are done and remove yourself. Right. You know? That's, like that's yell it. at anyone, like, don't do this shit, do this shit. I didn't power trip it that far. Don't, you know? don't make these Harford County people remember their races. Yeah, shit. say the don't say the N word. Well, no, he did. He, I'm going to correct you. You did tell me something that I had to do. Oh, I just gave you advice, of course, of course. Um, but one one uh, area for improvement because we can only get better uh-huh. is um, don't sit in front of the because we have microphones for every comedian um, because this, in this day and age we have to be protected and safe. Uh-huh. And um, don't sit in front of the mics and forget to hand them to the, the, the comedians as they're going on stage. Why would we say this to people? Why would you reveal this to the world? <laughs> why would we open ourselves up to such... We're pulling the such... curtains back. We're why would we open back. ourselves up to such lawsuits? I'm sorry that you can't handle a little bit of a criticism. Why would we just, open ourselves up just, to such... I'm just... I'm, it's accountability. This could, this could collapse our empire. And you I reveal it jokingly on our podcast? <laughs> I don't know if I would go so Jesus far to say it would collapse Christ, our Eric, world, but... This is big news. Now, well, we're, now we're on the front page of the New York <laughs> fucking Post. And... Uh, Comics not switching microphones and Haverty Grace. Hey, there's no COVID such thing. Crisis? <laughs> question mark? No you such know? thing as bad press, you know? I'm just uh, saying. Well, maybe that's why I did it. All right. Well, anyway, I don't that if that had happened in theory, I know you're just talking about in future shows and in right. theory, if that had happened, I would take that constructively and use that in future shows. Okay. All right. Well, now you've got it. And, um, Take it, take with it what you will. Can we talk about the meat and potatoes of the show? And by meat and (laughs) potatoes, I mean you stripping down to a fucking thong and walking out in your New Balance tennis shoes. Hell yeah. And giving away a t shirt (laughs) to a really uncomfortable, like, fucking truck driving Haverty Grace guy. Do this shit. Calvin just got right on the edge of his seat. Yeah. So I don't even remember how this broke down. Um, was not in the plan for the evening. Uh, we what did I kick off the show? And um, I don't, did we even kick it off yet? I think we were just kind of pre pre show, just you know, bantering. You were changing your shirt, I believe, on the side of the stage, and you had opened your pants up as well because you were gonna like tuck your no, shirt no, 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 in no. or whatever. And somehow your pants became unbuttoned, and we got to talking about what. Because I was like, uh, basically, I, I jokingly said to you as you were kind of like changing, I was like, you should just take your pants off too tonight. And that's when you went, well, and you pulled your pants open further and pulled them down a little bit. I'm wearing this. No, and- I said, no, I can't do that because I'm wearing this. Sorry, you're right. You said I can't do that because I'm wearing this, and you pulled your pants down, and I went. No, actually, no, 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 no. You see, yeah, I, I said I can't do it because I'm wearing a thong, and you were like, "Tell me you're you're not lying to me." And I was like, "No, I'm honest." And you were like, "These reactions are very similar." And you were like, "Are you're lying to me?" I was like, "No, I'm not." And that's when I proceeded to reveal to you what was really going on and you were like a kid in a candy shop you you said that you're gonna take a shirt off i jokingly said you should take your pants off as as that progressed then whatever conversation we had next thing i know you were looking i was looking at you wearing a fucking hold on you're making it out to be like i just a man thong on the side of the stage you revealed it to me to which i said Uh, okay okay to which i said you sir have hit 
gold tonight. I said, doesn't matter what you say on that microphone. I'm sure you're going to go out there and do fine. Doesn't matter what you say. You got that in your back pocket. And, and at some point tonight, you got to be taking it all off. And sure enough, you did. Yeah, you got to do it, man. Like getting better than Burt Krishner. You don't have to have better stories than them. You just have to get more naked. Than right, them. right. He's half naked. You get all naked. You'll be sure. better than Bert. Well, it feel? also happened to be um, like red camo, too. So. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, told, you said you just wear those all the time. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Red camo, like what the fuck do you color. hide in with cam? Not that red camo. What do you hide into? Like, oh, I'm so they'll never find me at this in hell, fire fire station in a battle zone because we're in a battle zone. These There's days. a half naked man on this fire truck. Look, look California is wearing on, camo. Cali- red camo. California we'll is on fire him. right now. So with a fiery background, do you there just we wear man thongs. Yeah, why? Because it's comfortable. It's comfortable for you. It is. This is also an ab- abnormal. Okay. I don't. You're the only guy I know that wears thongs. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not maybe maybe not. Mike, apparently, you too? apparently, people wear them because they make a shitload of them. So I, I'm not making you feel bad. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm telling you. Well, hold on. Time I've out. I've never time seen out. it before. I know, but how many people just again talk about what they wear for underwear? <laughs> I just happen to be open with it. I'm just thinking the only other place I've ever seen red camo is the four loco like can. (laughs) And like if you want to get some basic sluts like slobbing on your knob, like they're slobbing on this four loco. Uh And just easy transition. Yes, easy transition. There you go. Where do you buy something like that? You order that on the internet? You go to Walmart? You can get anything on Amazon. I just don't see them. I've never worn one. Oh, yeah, you can. Tractor (laughs) Supply Company. Calvin, you ever (laughs) worn a thong? Tractor and Supply. (laughs) Or do you wear thongs regularly, Calvin? Nah, not too often. No? I'm a boxer brief guy. You ever worn a thong? Yeah, of course, man. I haven't. I don't know. It's it's something. (laughs) Can you tell me about the occasion that you wore a thong on? It's a hug down there. It is. (laughs) What what was? Why were you wearing a thong? Um, why was I wearing it? Well, it was college. Uh huh. (laughs) You were experimenting. (laughs) Of course. And you know, it was just like you know, she was wearing one. She's like, you should wear one. All right. There we go. Peer pressure made you do it. Female peer pressure made you do it. How was it for you? I did everything. When did you wear your first man thong, Eric? Oh, it was uh, well. Actually, it was at, it was at my sister's wedding. <laughs> Ooh, okay, <laughs> we were in Florida, and one of the uh, couples, their friends, uh, were it was it was a destination wedding. We were on an island, and he wore he was like a big um, like bathing suit thong kind of guy. Oh, of course, banana and hammock, banana hammock, and um, and this thing. What's up, Tugend? So, so we're I don't remember how it came up, but they were like uh, when you walked into a good part, uh, Eric we're talking about Eric and the first time he wore a man thong. The last thing I heard when I got out of the car was you bitches slob on your All right, Eric, tell us keep telling us about your first time. I don't want to ruin this. So um yeah, I don't I just I, that weekend it was a long weekend, it was a blur, obviously a lot of drinking. Um and at one point we're all we're all rather lubricated and they were yeah. like they're like, dude. You should go throw one of these things on and just come fucking running through the house. And I was like, oh, okay. Done. So you did it as a joke first, but you put it on and thought to yourself, ooh, I like this. Well, I, th- now, by the way, that was that was probably 15-ish plus years ago. All right. So um, you were... But then I didn't... So you were 35. No. No. I was... <laughs> I was 
I'm sorry. I'm being a dick. You're I'm funny. Dick. You're funny. I'm yeah, being no, a I was dick. in I was in my ex- experimental age. You right. know? So in you my, were like twenties. Mid twenties, early twenties. Yeah. And um but then I, I, I you know, I hung up my thong, you know, I hung it up and um just kind of got back in the thong game here probably Recently. uh yeah, within the last few months. A few months. COVID has done weird things. <laughs> Dude, it's done weird things to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was um it was actually the beginning of twenty twenty, just to add to twenty twenty the weirdness of it, dude. I, yeah, I just picture that like Goodbye Horses song playing from like um <laughs> from Silence of the Lambs when he's like, Would you fuck me? I fuck me. But I picture you just like <laughs> s- sitting there drinking your like obscure booze right. that was sold to you by the liquor store guys <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, Well, I bet a song would feel good. You're just all naked. Like oh, I like it. I like the way it, it feels. feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> You're Gosh. not far off. You are not far off. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I could. you could say 2020 strikes again. You know, just it strikes again. <laughs> this is a weird year that's just it's gotten weirder. It's a weird year, and it's getting weirder by the fucking day. Hmm. So yeah, it seemed to... Uh, Tommy Simbaza was fully supportive of this. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this isn't going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's going to be crickets, and you guys are setting me up, and... Um, Honest to God, I didn't hear anything when I went out there. I was on it such was an adrenaline fantastic. rush. Fantastic. And it just, it kind of, my, my head went into this like, ooh, uh-huh. and it was just like, I'm doing this and I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to fucking do this. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. It was a can't miss sight gag. It was a spectacle. Tommy and I lost our shit. <laughs> it made for some of the best pictures that we've <laughs> ever had. Yeah. And yeah. it was a, it was a, I would call it a seminal moment for you and for big time in comedy. You it think was great. So? You let you let you left nothing to the imagination. <laughs> you walked out there proudly in your New Balance shoes. That you was the walked, best part, honestly. Yeah, you, you had to have shoes on, right? And so you walk, and then you just confidently handed it to some, like I said, well, some yeah. fucking tobacco chewing well, Haverty no, Grace. Thing. Here again, this is where it was like I I called the first name out. Of course, they didn't fucking say there. You know, they were like, uh-huh. hey, "It's me." So either they weren't there, or they were just like. I'm not getting involved in this. Uh-huh. Um, and then the next name I called, and everybody in the corner, you know, like the people that were with her were like, oh, and gave uh-huh. it away. And I, again, it's bright. Well, you can't see. Next thing I know, so you see, see, I see some dude charging towards the stage, and I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know what's getting ready to happen here. Yeah, he wanted to fuck you. He wanted to throw you in a bad his truck and fuck you. That's I what know. he wanted to I, Well, I'm so mad at myself because I was so caught up in the moment. I even I walked off stage, and I was like, god damn it. I had the perfect uh-huh. freaking line for that guy, which would have been, dude, you came up here in an awful hurry to get yeah. this free shirt for me dressed like this. Well, you know. Or not dressed like this. You know what I also appreciated was because you stripped down, I think it, it prompted Tommy to do like two or three minutes off the top about your force. Right, of course. <laughs> Which was completely inside amongst ourselves because the audience was just like, what the fuck is he talking uh, it about? It was, uh, again, I'm well, just they gonna, need to listen I'm to the podcast. Right, just going to speak for myself here. It was hilarious. Yeah, once it, again, I was in a freaking complete adrenaline rush. So. It made for good TV. I'll yeah. put it that way. Even though it wasn't on TV. Wendy just sat down. Hello. Hi, Wendy well, has arrived. Look who's late to the party, but also still invited to the um, party. So, yes, thank you. I'm yeah. late to the party because, A, I'm finally reworking from home after today. They had to install a hard line uh-huh. for me to continue working from home because I've been in the studio for the last two months. 
So now doing it on my computer at home without all the monitors at work, it's uh, like way uh-huh. slower than I remember it being. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm really going to be late for this thing. I started at like five o'clock. No worries. Do you have like one of those sexy fucking horseshoe necklaces on? What is, let's, can Look we talk that. about that? Yeah. yeah. Don't act like, don't walk in here with that horseshoe necklace and stroll in like you've been wearing it your whole life. <laughs> okay. What's I that? Won't. Let's all talk to me about that. Um, since it's been like the shittiest year of my life yeah. and I've had horrible luck i got this as a gift from my girlfriend joan from tiffany and company joan. Uh, so she it's supposed to bring me luck i think it will I hope actually so. i'm not gonna lie to you i've been having a pretty good time since i've had this necklace well. and i'm like now i'm superstitious about it i wear it every day mm-hmm. and i'm not normally superstitious like that and I'm like, crap, I'm not going to wear this necklace every day or a train's going to na- nail yeah. me over. You Plus, know, she's watching, or she was. I don't know if she's still in the room here. It's but. probably the ghost of Johnny Unitas helping Could you be. and guiding uh, yeah. you along. Could That's be. the way I think Well, it's funny it. because it says T ampersand CO for Tiffany and Company. And I thought originally when she handed me, I'll go, oh my God, did this say taco? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, no. And I'm like, it would be really cool if it said taco. But yeah. That's just as cool. Well, I well, like your taco. This angle is necklace. so bad for me right now. I'm just... <laughs> Calvin, well, how do we... What is happening on this? I'm going to have to... Can you just cover me up, man? <laughs> just cover me up. <laughs> Such so, a bad angle. So, uh, Wendy, I'm glad you arrived. I don't know if you have anything practical, but you're really good, so I'm sure you're going to be able to throw some questions at Calvin here, because we're going to put him in the hot oh, seat. Oh, shit. I, look, oh, I just parked behind his car, and I've got plenty of questions All right. already. Yeah, I know, I know. This is great. This is great. Uh, <laughs> before we uh, kick into the hot seat, we haven't done it in a while, we're going to do a quick plug of our upcoming show which is on october 24th stefan you want to take it away on i will i will because most importantly i'm hosting it hell yeah i sell (laughs) what i do is sell fucking ticket no okay Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. on 10 24 guess where he ain't lying you guessed it if you guessed the state theater in haverty grace yeah you get a whole ball of wax it's going to be 1024. We've got Elliot Chang uh, coming in from L.A. to headline. Elliot's awesome. He's had two specials uh, on Comedy Central. He's been on HBO. He's been on Conan. Um, awesome, awesome comic. We're really happy to have him back. Uh, we'll have Macy Morris featuring Calvin Keibel, Keibel the Disciple, the man to my right. We're going to learn a little more about him in a moment. He'll be your feature, or excuse me, your special guest, and uh, me, Double S, over here. <laughs> I'll be hosting that Hell one. yeah, and uh, don't forget, we're going to be live streaming this bad boy. Oh, are we, Eric? Yes. Tell us more about it. Yes, we're going to have this thing up. We're <laughs> oh, going to have a link, a link on uh, the event page on BigTimingComedy.com. Hopefully here within the next 24 hours, we're going to have a link there that if you cannot make it in person, you're either not geographically in the area uh-huh. or, you know, you have COVID concerns. That's fair. Um, we're making it so you can pull this right into your home. Yeah. Bring on the your, club. On your hand device. Yeah. On your I TV. I beg your pardon. Wherever. I know. Um, yeah. You'll be able to click on it for 10 bucks. You can get a live stream for this this deal. It's well, that's be great. good. Because tickets at the door are much more than that. They are. They yeah. are. So, um, Yeah. So stream but it I mean, too. But I mean, if you want to go in person, like I did it in person, I went to see the Mickey Cucciello show. Absolutely. And you know that was what four <laughs> or five months ago. Uh-huh. I, I haven't coughed once since. There then. you go. So, there okay, you go. You know, we have no great worries. social distancing in the theater. Uh, we have VIP seating uh, up front. Yeah. 
And we have, we have very spaced out, spacious seats in the in the VIP, theater seating. VIP seating, you're 12 feet apart from the. There you are. It's, it's, you are. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's to yeah. keep you from Extra the commoners. Yeah, keeps you from the commoners. <laughs> For the commoners. Well, they should open the upper balcony and make I that know. like extra extra VIP. Right, right. Where they, they used to have the, the cardboard. And they give you cutouts. those little binoculars like you're watching. <laughs> Flip up binoculars. Like a play. Yeah. People, like or an like opera. People oh, are smoking opera cigarettes glasses. with gloves and one of those like holders, and people they're like, you can't yeah. smoke in here, lady. It was so good. I almost peed my pants. Yeah. What was yeah. that, dear? Yeah. She said it was better of the, than Pirates of Penzance. She was so good. Get those flappers back out here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that was a great Pretty Woman reference? Yeah. Thank you. Way. My favorite line from that movie is when um, he asks her for directions. Right. <laughs> and she goes, $20. And he goes, you can charge me for directions. And she goes, I can do whatever I want to, baby. I ain't lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite line from and that movie. And she leans against the... Go ahead. I was going to say... No, go ahead. No, I honestly okay. didn't have anything. Go for it. Oh no, I, mine was gonna. I was gonna say my favorite line from that movie is when he looks at her and goes, "Nobody puts baby in a corner." <laughs> right. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Uh, girl. Hashtag girl movies. Oh, hashtag God. girl movies. <laughs> no, Pretty Woman's good. I'm kidding. Oh, oh Pretty Woman is great. Tale. Yeah, Richard Gere is. All of us wanted to be prostitutes, and I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Thank God we wanted to be prostitutes. So on um well, I'll delete that. 11, wah, wah, wah. 11 13 <laughs> I just I just watched us lose a show <laughs> in the notes Eric deleted it. I said, like, guess that was not happening." <laughs> I was like, "I hope this this leaves before he reads it because it's not no, happening." I know we talked about it. That's okay. Uh 11 13 we're back at you guessed it, the State Theater. We what? Have, <laughs> we have a lawn new, The Man Who Knows. We have a Commas Commas we have a comedy Vegas magic show mentalist coming in, and um, I can't wait. I so think he's going to blow some minds. He's a Vegas-style comedian-slash-magician-slash-mentalist. I wouldn't say magician. He's a, more of a mentalist than a magician. Okay, so he's going to bring participants on stage, yes, things of yes, that nature. Yep, yep, if they're comfortable with it. But what he said does if he not, do exactly as yeah, a mentalist? I'm so curious. Um, he can, um, read minds type stuff, like read minds so or ask you a series of questions, perhaps. That right. Lead him right. To right. Answer. Yes. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like a, that stuff makes card? me so uncomfortable. But he's, but it's kind of hypnosis too. Like I watched the video and he had two guys kind of sitting like not back to back, but at like a 90 degree angle, but their backs were to each other. Six feet apart. And he was like. And he was just like doing things and he was like, okay, he goes, and he didn't touch any, either of them. This is later on. He goes, he didn't touch either one of them. He's like, which one of you felt the feather rub against your ear? And they both raised their, I mean, their eyes were closed uh-huh. and they both raised their hands and he didn't, he got nowhere near them. Whoa. So he literally got into their minds to, and made them think that they were feeling this oh, feather rub. Oh, so he's a lot against. like my ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> The gaslighting and manipulation <laughs> and making me think like I'm the liar and I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, is this my truth or is it your truth? Oh, I'm not God. even sure. I'm right. so sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you, but that's really funny. Well, it's also fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And then on the 14th, so the 13th of Friday, the Saturday for the 14th, we've got Die Laughing Productions coming in to do their murder mystery. <laughs> the fun. 80s murder mystery. So that's our upcoming lineup. Yeah, back to the 80s going back mm-hmm. in town we've got the justin schlegs we've got eric woodworth going we've got tommy simbazo um god who else who else who else that, that one uh like weasley the guy that like uh down nine on hates 
Dan Ninen hates. Dan Ninen hates. Rob Mayer. Oh, Rob Mayer. Rob Mayer. God, yeah. Joe Robinson. Joe Robinson. He hates them both. Rob Mayer actually like dogs on him the most. Yeah. Joe's just kind of taking a back seat at this. It was point. like Joe just like said, "You probably shouldn't sell a book when you're hosting when I'm headlining." Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead to me. The old night. Messaging you for my iPhone 73. <laughs> so I think it's hot seat time, Mike. Could put you, a bit of- uh, we're going to put Calvin in the hot seat here. Roast his balls. Mm-hmm. We'll get him toasty. Let's get him nice and toasty. And Wendy. I'm an afterthought always. Uh, just came in after the sound was the the bite was made. I always it's come so, after. Matt, we need an update. No, it's so classic. It's hilarious. Yeah. Joey <laughs> and Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't change it. Not for all the tea in China. Ah, fuck! Hit the button. <laughs> That's a little bit. Racist. Why do I feel like you All thought right. that when I helped? I think for that <laughs> one, I think for that one, you've won yourself a prize. You got to take a shot of this bird dog whiskey. I thought I was doing the screwball. No, you're going to do bird dog because, so uh, real quick, I'm sorry. We have a bunch of bottles of booze from our bar that all have like this tiny little bit amount of booze in them that yeah. we just need to finish them off because I don't like to waste food, let alone alcohol. So. We're just going to have to, I really like, enjoy that you're like, you know, we're really taking one for the team here. Yeah. Right. You Finishing are. off all these bottles of alcohol. <laughs> it's really just a burden. <laughs> it's such a burden. It is such a burden. Um, too much. There's too much. You don't have this. to do... No, don't do all of it. I'm I just saying, the, take a, just take a pull. Can I do the peanut butter one instead? Fine. You got be excited for it. Okay, cool. Do I it. I was mentally prepared to do, do, do peanut butter, not do peach. It. Do it. You don't have to... Just I do gotta it. get in a different headspace to do peach. Just do it. Maybe you do a sip of each and it's like a peach um a preserve peach? and listen See, to me. A listen. peach a peach yeah. preserves and peanut butter right. sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peach See? preserves and peanut butter. I mean sandwich? they're both whiskey. They're both whiskey. Well, I can't wait We're for the second like, episode with Stefan. Wendy, keep going. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a so pull you of take this. The I'm not doing all and you spread it yeah. on a nice yeah. really fresh bread. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm talking oh. like a very fresh King's like, white bread. Where it breaks apart if you just touch it with a knife oh, ever God. so lightly. Is it, is it moist? Is it's it moist? always moist. Oh, it's gotta be moist. Oh, it's gotta be moist. And then you take the peanut butter uh-huh. on the other side. Are we talking? And then you rub it all over that. Are we talking creamy? So tenderly though, because it will break. Yeah, Eric, shut up. Your voice is, is ruining this for me. <laughs> I, I can't get put, there. I can't get there. And then you put both slices oh, yeah, together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's when you kind of just like smush it. And then you cut it. And then one piece touches your lips ever so softly. I love to cry and masturbate. <laughs> okay, I just came. So good. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> If it were only that easy every time. God. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it is nothing, stuff on. Nothing gets me closer to uh, popping my load than mm-hmm. crying. <laughs> Boy. All right. <laughs> this got dark quick. Hot hey, seat. Back to the hot yeah. seat. I was like, I was about to go. Let's do some ah, funny stuff. That's good. And Wendy. I've never had it by myself. I know so, we're spending, and, and, and still Jesus not getting to Calvin. Fucking Christ! Still not getting to Calvin. Sorry, I've never had this by itself. It's so good, but I've only had it with the, the really? jelly. Yeah, it's really peanut buttery and it's really good. Yeah, Scroop, I don't know Scroop. if I would be. I mean, you drifting anyways. Wendy, I'm gonna. Do you want to go first? I don't want to put you in the spot, but do you want to go first? Okay, I, I can go first. All right, do it. Um, Calvin, hi. How are you? Doing well. I haven't seen you since what was it? Dos. 
And then we went to Firehouse afterwards? Yeah, we went to Firehouse. So I pulled up and I saw Mini Cooper in the driveway. And I thought to myself, there's Eric's truck. There's Mike's truck. That's Stefan's car. You drive a Mini Cooper. (laughs) Driving a Mini Cooper. Now, wait. How how tall are you? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Six, what do you think I don't have a follow-up to yeah. this? You don't know where I'm going with this? I'm just... Shut up. Oh, sorry. He looks like fucking Hightower when he ripped the front seat out and he has to sit in the back seat to drive the goddamn car. Shut up. It's not your this turn, This is a Eric. police academy reference. Eric, it's not your turn. Yeah, Shut up. How do you even fit into that thing? No, I don't know. It's, just, it, it, it's a little more spacious than you would think. So you said I'm driving it today. That means yeah. it's not your car? No. So you... That Trump 2020 sticker is not yours? No, no. But you're totally cool driving around with it because I didn't think that you were that guy. You know what? I can, you see me like who, who's gonna who's gonna mess with my car like if I'm driving around. With Whose that car is it? It's, it's my parents' car. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> For, it's so funny, like how the parents are like, "No, this is it. You're gonna have to walk around with flags and hats and everything." Every, everybody's parents are voting for Trump. Dude, this my is... dad on the boat Saturday was uh, wearing his Trump hat and oh, like, hell yeah. By the way, I first bet Jack time, was. By the way, first time I've ever seen anybody go overboard in my entire life. We need to talk about that. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Save it. It, it was yeah. It, we have to talk about that. Um, just asking how you fit into it, and glad you, it's your parents' car. I was very confused. Uh, size wise, because well, he's very tall. <laughs> well, well, Mike, Mike was like, "Oh, is Wendy here? Did she? Did, did she get her car fixed?" And I'm like, is, "I'm like, like I don't oh, think so." And I was like, "I'm gonna die if, if this is Calvin in a mini." When I pulled up, a, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, size wise, give us your your statistics across the board. I mean, six three, uh, two forty. Yeah, you're yeah. a sizable fella. You're a middle linebacker. Are you yeah. like? Are your knees just hitting the dash? It no, if if it's a human being, you know, I can do it. Yeah, like a regular size one. <laughs> I'm sure they Shaq see, would have. Yeah, trouble, not like fucking Jason they, Momoa. I, I, look, I've driven a Mini Cooper. They surprisingly are laid out well inside. Yes, I know. I know you know. I mean, if the, seat, I'm just also if the seat goes back, then somehow no, I've actually had people sit. If you put the sit, back seat of that you know, baby down, it goes there. flat, so you can do weird things in the back. Weird? Yeah. What's Is weird? Really? Yeah. yeah. Here's That's right. Ago. Here's a guy. I bought her nice. I'll show you the world, Calvin. <laughs> We've all. I've Coopers. been driving Mini Coopers my whole life. I'll show you. I, the I bought my ex-wife a Mini Cooper. She wrecked it, but it was. She had, you know. <laughs> she also wrecked a lot of things besides that car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Stefan's yeah. dignity. Yeah, my bank account. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, then, do your you guys, credit. Do you guys all remember the uh, old Honda CRX? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That hatchback. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now back in high school, like that was that was my ride, like. So like it was about the Those same size, cool. yeah. But you know it was two two seats and then the hatchback. I once fit six varsity football players in that. Jesus, Jesus. You were you guys linked up like the human centipede, but with penises <laughs> cool. and assholes? Cool. It, Great question, Wendy. Like nobody <laughs> right was out, nobody, right out the sunroof. Podcast got balls asking the hard hitting questions. Wendy, good one. Oh, they were hard. Yeah, nobody showed up at Golden Corral of Virgin that night. Oh my Ooh. god! I don't think you ever leave Golden Corral of Virgin. God damn, you all went You've to Golden fucked. Corral. How did you guys fit back in? That's like when you go on vacation and your suitcase is already packed. The hatchback had you, to be open, right? And then Our, you buy and you buy all this shit while you're on vacation. You're like, how did I fit everything in this suitcase when I came here? Um. Uh, that just raises a poignant question for me. Are buffets open during this not pandemic? Right I mean, I mean, they've got to have gone so. out of business. They're not even much, using the salad right? bar at the grocery right. store. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, no but... way they're going out of business. They definitely have an arsenal of cash because they charge you like 
$48 for quote unquote all you can eat and after a plate and a half you're full right. and you're I done. Know, but and how do those places how, how do they if they can't serve I mean I, got, I don't I would think buffets can't be open right now. I mean I'm mad my local bonanza closed down and I was What's bonanza? You remember Bonanza? <laughs> bonanza. I made the show. I remember the show. You remember Bonanza? I remember the, the show. I don't you know what eat. a Bonanza is. Oh my like god! A, it? It, it was like, like a repurposed like Cactus Willies. Yeah, it's yeah, like, Cactus it was, Willies, Horn and Horn, <laughs> Golden Corral. Stories? It was oh, oh Corral, it's sorry. it's a lower it's lower rung than oh, Golden man. Corral. <laughs> Yeah. I knew, I remember Horn and Horn. That was like a hall. That was yeah. like a um, like a mess hall. Almost. Yeah, there was like a, a cactus cafeteria. Wi- cactus Willie's Horn and Horn Golden Crown. My gr- my grandparents <laughs> lived for buffets. Yeah, and I was like, well, there's a, a fucking ice cream now, machine. Wendy. I'm on board. I now, guess. Wendy, I think they call it a buffet. A yeah. buffet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the buffet tonight. Oh, man. pack your bags. I do not remember the last time I've been at a buffet. To be honest, I mean, it's been a while. So, Calvin, we should make a date. We should all go. I was thinking we should, and then I was like, we probably can't go to a buffet right now. That's <laughs> yeah. literally where my head went. Well, I was we're, like, when I we're allowed, we should go right. experience. You know what? It. No, you know what's really funny? I was like, you know what? Guys. It's been a, it's been a tough year this year for 2020. We usually do like Fogo. We should do Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah. I literally thought that, and then I thought yes. to myself. It's probably not open. Well, they have right. the Chinese buffets too. They yeah, do. Yeah, we they can do. do that. 2024, I'll join you guys. Okay, okay. cool. Right. Good. Bring You'll your mini. There. So, so Calvin, you, you seem to have a lot of Baltimore pride, which most Baltimoreans do. Were you born and raised here? Where, if not, where, where are you from originally? Absolutely. I'm a, I'm an Air Force brat. Okay. So my family's from Flint, Michigan. Okay. And then, uh, Yikes. my dad joined the Air Force. I was born in Indiana, and then we went to South Korea, uh, England, Ohio, and then we came to Maryland. Wait, so you went from England to Ohio? Yeah. How old were you then? I was, uh, I was in uh, like fourth grade. Okay. God, talk about shock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's gloomy and rainy and bad dental hygiene I've over there. So, to, what's the I've difference been, between that and Ohio? I've been to both places. That would be quite a fucking culture shock. <laughs> For the most part, elementary school was the Air Force base. So, okay. the school. So, it was like other American kids. Uh-huh. So, it wasn't like, cheerio. Yeah, yeah. Let's all. Get undressed and dressed for gym at our desk. I can't do an English accent. Do it, Stefan. A cheerio. 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 Get get up, get in the morning and do your fucking breakfast on your eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we only see you naked. Yeah, I don't want to see you naked, but I will. We're we're all in the same tent, so we don't have a choice. (laughs) And what'd you do? Over the can of worms? Yeah. Oh, so where's the tea? <laughs> I don't know, but I like that in a big fucking crumpet. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but right. we, we did field trips to, like, see what the English kids did for elementary school oh, or God. primary school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, we were blown away because when they would get ready for gym, they would switch into their gym uniform, whereas us heathens would just, like, you know, wear our jeans and, you know, like, man sweatshirts. Thongs. Yeah, <laughs> and man thongs to, like, gym and then come back to class all sweaty. Like, you're yeah. Like a, you're not, like a, not a thing. They were, they were, they were stripping down basically nude to get in their gym shit. But to, like, and we're like, what the fuck? You're like the Hispanic guys at Planet Fitness in their fucking jeans. I'm six. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> oh, so, you said you're born in India, or India, Indiana. Indiana. I- <laughs> Jesus, I was a born. Big difference, I was born right next door in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. 
So is this heaven? A little bit shittier. Not right next door, but is this heaven? Illinois is in between. Less crime. You're supposed no. to say no. It's Iowa. No, it's Iowa. That's good. There you go. But less of <laughs> everything there. No, yeah. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less of everything. You Stefan, s- you're up. You said so. You're from Flint, Michigan. Uh, oh, obviously, yeah, that's what I was going to go into. Yeah, Flint's been in the news a ton. Like I was going to say, like, do you still have family ties there? I would assume you do. And you know, can you elaborate on like just what's life like in Flint, Michigan these Flint, days? Michigan. Um, for one thing, what's weird is it's really segregated. Yeah. Like, everyone... That every, doesn't seem weird for Michigan. Everybody's, everybody's really liberal, but everybody's segregated. It's like... Interesting. Like, we're all, we're all voting for Biden, but we're not hanging out. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... Just, you know, you, you do what you can. You, you, you find the small joys in life. Yeah. How do you feel about what's going on there now for the last however many years? Yeah, they have I mean, no clean water. Is there water uh, still, there yet? The yeah. water, I've, in the last four years, I've drank the water. I don't think I'm that much worse off for it. Like, uh, yeah, we used to drink out of the hose down here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hate drinking these hose. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've been working really hard. I, I got a friend that's on the business bureau of Flynn. He, he, he wants to make sure no one, no one he knows ever says anything bad about Flynn. Right. Ah. But they have. They've been working very hard on all the pipes. So it's like they got all the main pipes done. Yeah. They've been for the last couple of years getting everybody's like individual pipes, like, you know, like unleadified. Mm. So <laughs> unleaded. It, for one thing, it, please visit Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And then you visit Flint, Michigan, drink the water because your water will be safe. Unless you go visit somebody who lives in a place where they don't care about their water, then maybe worry. <laughs> can, can I ask Is there you? a map where I can decide? Which one is clean and not? Just for yeah. safety reasons. There's a bridge. Okay. Yeah. Out of <laughs> that, out of Flint. That, that no okay. no it's it's in the middle of it's over the Flint River. On one side of the Flint River, you probably won't be there. On the other side of the Flint River, absolutely everybody's water safe. Yeah. Great. I'm gonna show my ignorance, but I'm gonna ask because I think you're gonna know the answer. What what happened in Flint and why is there no water? Uh, Teamsters Union. Okay, mm. but but what does that mean? Like, I really don't know what happened there. Um, like, I, I just know that basically the it's like the, the you know it's it's horrible what's um, happening, but te- I don't know what the cause is behind it. The Teamsters and UAW kind of like you know negotiated themselves out of uh, out of jobs, yeah. So they all went down to Mexico. Okay, so people just the so people yeah, that were like, doing and that like, at the same time, you know. The, the people of Flint had been pretty good to GM, and then GM was like, "Nah, we're not going to be good back to you." We're okay. Gonna, we're going to go get these people, like, you know, take one twelfth of your salary to make these cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah. So that's where GM is. GM's in Flint. They were. They were. Yeah. It used to be, like, the highest, like, gross domestic yeah. product per capita right. in the nation. Yep. And then it's what it is now. So the car business drying up in Detroit and the surrounding <laughs> yeah, areas had yeah. a pretty big impact yeah, in that. It's a really big one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like the steel industry in in Baltimore dried yeah. up, and and, oh, yeah. and Pittsburgh too, man. Sure. It just it it crushes the community hard. Yeah. So, um, Wendy, you're up. Um, Calvin, how old are you? I'm 37. How long have you been doing stand up? Four years. What is the worst experience you've ever had as a stand up comic? I'm... Worst show, worst scenario, maybe eating a dick, maybe a fight, like worst situation ever in stand-up my worst situations mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a hard time it's not like i have like this is the worst um 
I mean, if it was, really you could be one. honest about it. We'd make fun of it. Ouch. <laughs> Mike, are you all right? What the God, fuck dude. just happened over That's there? Like the fifth time you've done it. Keep, keep going. What no. are you drinking? Twisted teas? Right, he's oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Zima. He's on the Zima again. Oh, no. Who let him Seriously, like, worst experience. Like, you just, like, you're like, ugh, you, you cringed. It was awful. Or there was a fight. Or there was violence. Right. Like, something. My worst like, experience was putting on a show at Wind Up Space that I was hoping would be, like, my uh my great experience of of filming it and then then giving it out to promoters to like say hey this is how funny i am Mm -hmm. and it all got derailed because of you know for one thing is february nobody wanted to go to a goddamn show and then i don't understand what that means um i don't know it just it was a rainy day in february cold cold rainy no way dude people want to go to shows in february because they can't go outside they can't do anything but they don't want to go outside to go to not do it. To, to what not kind be of people are you promoting to? We need to talk after this. <laughs> and then I, Balgo Club sold out three weeks in advance in fe- February 8th. I'm telling you, February is when people want to go out because there's, oh, they've been stuck inside. And yeah, there's Valentine's no beach Day. bars open. There's right. nothing to fucking do. I've had but, some phenomenal February shows, but this was not it. But not this February. Day. And uh, so and, and on top of it, the kid that was hosting for me. You know, Names? He, what was it? Tone D. Mac was what he went by. I don't know. Tone exactly. D. Mac. Exactly. I was because waiting. Was never... it Tone Loke? No. Oh, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. That would have been, that would been amazing. Okay. That would have been the best show ever. He had, he, had, I, he, he had promoted a show that I did up in Bel Air at the Amer- at the uh, Amer- at the VFW in Bel Air. The and uh, so I thought he had some experience. Yeah. You did not have any hosting experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, hosts, I'm going to tell you right now. So ask these two. When you book a show, being the host is like the most important job because being really a headliner, is. you're like, okay, you have an hour. Everybody's warming the room up for you. When you're the first person on, you're taking all the bullets mm-hmm. and you're eating the dicks and you have to be so high energy. Right. You have to be so inviting, getting their asses warm. You know, they just paid a babysitter. They just got there. They're yep. late. They're probably hungry. And it's like, you are literally dealing with the most shit. And I only book like maybe the same three or four hosts at right. every show because yeah. I don't trust people to fucking host. Yeah. I need you to be the first person they see, the first person to make them laugh, and the one that's going to get in between comics the highest energy. And it is such a hard fucking job. Yeah. Hence the thong. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it was like. <laughs> Eric goes for shock value. And, and for and for all those young comics listening to us, like, because obviously an you know, hour and a half into this, we got young comics. Right. Just beckoning to hear what we say. Young comics. Y- you got to be high energy and you got to keep that energy up. Yeah. You know, in between comics, you do you're like, hey, yeah, that was great. We're all still really excited and be excited for this person. But this guy was not doing that. He was yeah. he was very low energy comic, and so he he did his host set low energy. Was he monotone? Yes, and then and then <laughs> and so everybody would. Uh, Can I get a zing or a bell? Something. Give her. That was give fucking her great. Give it to her. That was brilliant. No, that's Cut good. Cut my headset down a little bit, man. They're deafening me here. What? Did you just <laughs> give me the prices right? He did. He gave me the prices. That was really good. Oh, Didn't you hear this? And uh, do you that's know Garrett ding, Harvest? Ding, Garrett ding, Harvest? I do know Garrett. Yes. All right, Garrett, Garrett like got out there and like started roasting him for being such a shitty host. He's like, "Wait, wait, go clap it up for a host like yeah, destroying guy, everybody's energy." That's never happened before. Yeah, but then that guy's got to get back up. Like that fucking sucks. Actually, Garrett ended the whole thing because 
Oh, he was he the was, headliner? He was my headliner because I wasn't oh, about, okay. I, I was still pretty new. I was about a year and a half in. I went, I was thinking I put myself at feature so that I still got the energy, but I wasn't about to disrespect Garrett Harvest, who had been in a little bit longer than me. Yeah, but why? He was gonna go, that's a, te- that's a teaching lock? moment. That's not a moment of like embarrassment and like, I don't know. I, I feel differently about the situation. I don't know. Cause like, I don't have any of these, like my world is about to end. Like nothing. There's no nothing good with comedy anymore. I, 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 yeah, but that kid probably has very different feelings. Probably. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and then the headliner gets up there and eats. It just fucking rips into you, and you're like, great, and you just want to leave before the show's even over. Don't be do a terrible job of hosting. <laughs> How, okay, I'm gonna go. Know. We're gonna have to move on to the we're next hot seat like, question we're, we're, because I could dive into this all night. Um. Yeah, we're on, gonna, we're on a time limit here. Yeah, we're we're uh, gonna have to wrap it up here in a minute. But um, I think my uh my kind of piggyback on that, um, like what what drew you to comedy? Like what? Why do you do comedy? <laughs> um, so I was, uh, you know, being an asshole, I thought it was funny, and I always wanted to do stuff that was funny. In college, I wanted to do skits with friends. Uh-huh. Hey, let's like write all these sketches and we'll film them and then like. Uh-huh. That takes a lot of people that are dedicated to being funny, and they weren't that. Uh, and then I started uh, watching uh, Louis by Louis C.K., and I was thinking, oh, this makes it look pretty realistic, and I, I think I could handle that. Um, obviously, I didn't think I was as funny as Louis. But right. You know. Well, it takes the manpower out of me. Like, oh, you can <clears> do <throat> this by yourself. Yeah. So I kind of knew what Santa kind of was. And then I started working at Mugubi's Joke House. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing everybody, you know, from Baltimore hosting and featuring. And unfortunately, a lot of time eating a dick hosting <laughs> and featuring and thinking, wow, I can't do that much worse than them. <laughs> the standard is low. <laughs> and uh, finally. Um, I'm going to need a list of those names, too. <laughs> <laughs> then finally, uh, you know, the, 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 the spark was uh, I broke up with this girl. And I was kind of evalu- Pain is the best comedy. I was evaluating myself, like what what do I have going for me? What do I like? And I didn't really like much about myself. I was like, I think if I went on a date and some girl was like, Well, tell me about yourself. I had nothing that I thought was gonna be impressive about myself. I was like, Well, you know what? I think I'm kind of funny. I think I could do the stand up. And if I did stand up and a girl's like, What's interesting about you? I could bring that up. So you honestly <laughs> what you just said in very many words. <laughs> You started stand-up because you think that would be a conversation piece and more impressive to women than anything else you have to offer. At that time, it was. <laughs> He's learned. Since then, oh, man, I, I don't bring it up to, like, you know, yeah. the fourth or fifth I mean, date. at least pay a check and open a goddamn door. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I like how he's like, I did. I, I make sure they like me first. And then um, so Calvin was at uh, DOS at my very first return after six months. Chris Lawrence was uh, headlining the show, and Ivan My- Ivan Martin was the feature, and he heckles out loud. He said, "You say a heckle." I was talking to Mike Quinlan out loud uh-huh. while there were comics on stage saying Ivan should be headlining the show. Oh shit! <laughs> not only did he not book it, not only was he not in it. Chris uh, Chris Lawrence went up there and roasted him. Be like, are you fucking kidding me right oh, now? Man. And then, yeah, I was like, this is getting real interesting. Real, be back in comedy. Yeah, back in comedy. <clears throat> yeah. She wants yeah. to be like, Calvin was heckling. He was in the back. He was yelling out, 
have a show of hosts. And it's like, first of all, you I were not in the back. You were at one of the tables right yeah, up front. I, was, I know where you I were sitting. Over, I walked over to Mike Quinn and it's like, you know, I, 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 you know, if I was putting this together, I probably would have put someone between Ivan yeah, so and Yeah, so ask me what you did with those words. If I was putting this together, which means Wendy Townsend's bad at fucking putting her own shows together. <laughs> oh, no. A, and B means- There's blood you, in the water. Right. There's blood in I, the water. I asked the headliner who he wanted to feature. I didn't did. choose him for him. And and C, yeah. Chris crushed him. He did. He, he so did you all the words that you just said, you got to eat them all up and just swallow them fucking whole, brother. Oh, did I ever eat it that night? Yes, I know you did. <laughs> Have you been booked? <laughs> That's the best question. Oh, no. <laughs> you, Is, you said you would at some point, but I you know. have not. I say a lot of things. <laughs> but hold on. But here's the thing, though. He's owned it. Does that change anything, Wendy? I just like to peep. I like people to just simmer, okay? Simmer. I'll just simmer. simmer. Yeah. Well, you just simmer and I'll get to you. All right. Well, while he's simmering. If I was putting this together. While he's simmering, I'm going to ask the final question <laughs> in the hot seat. What's your favorite sexual position? Ooh, good one. Favorite sexual position? Yeah. We're dying to know. Have you had sex? Do you do, you do sex? <laughs> 37-year-old virgin. Occasionally. Do you do sex? Occasionally. With myself. Hey, hey Brad, do you do sex? <laughs> I like, uh... Yeah? You like that? Get it. Like it has to be woman on top. Like, nobody wants to do the work. Get it there. I... But I, I really I like, like... I like, I like uh, I like from behind in the pool. Like, holding her up. Wow, first of all, not just a position. You're giving us, like, a fucking yeah, this scenario. Is like a, this is like a... Why in the pool? Because Do you got a script with this thing? You have like bad hips and the water makes it easier. <laughs> no. So wait, over it, like the edge of the pool or just on like a floating device? Yeah, or? in the middle. You're painting quite a picture. I know. Well, I mean, Jesus, he started really? it. I'm 6'3". I can hold you up wherever. Okay. <clears throat> Plus in the water makes people, you know, there's more buoyancy. And everything. Eric, I, I can feel hold like you water, up wherever. I feel like as a female, <laughs> the water is washing away my natural body lubricants. Yeah, see, I'm not a big in the and water person. And it's not person. as smooth of a trend, you know. A... Sex in the water? Yeah, I think you lose sensitivity. Right, everything's wet and slippery. Well, every, yeah, you don't get to, like, if you just, uh, like, a touch is lost a bit, you know? Yeah, Because the is. sensations are, are being pelted by the water. Right. That, that when you go for that pump and it hits and I get that water shooting up in my face, that's just Let's awful. just say it like this. If you lick a nipple outside of the shower, it's going to, you're going to know your, right. your nickel, nipple nipple. Lick. Yeah. If, get your, if you're lipping a ni- and licking a nipple, <laughs> licking a nipple. Hey, you want some me. bird dogs? Say that five times fast. If you're licking a nipple, if you're licking a shower, nipple, if you're licking a nipple, if you're licking a nipple, if you're licking a nipple, you're if you're licking a nipple. Okay, fucking radio she needs professional. More. <laughs> Not you, radio professional or Rain Man. Um, no, so but rain then woman. you know you lick that in the shower and the water's pelting. All right, you well, might not look, even know. Look, this is Calvin's favorite thing. Okay, so no, Calvin. All right, so you're saying from the behind, you like doggy style in the pool. Eric's very curious. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. No, I'm just making sure. I don't want no, Eric. doggy style is my favorite, but just not in a pool. Right. Right. I mean, I just like, I like the way it hits. I like that I can touch my clit. Clitoris. I can, yeah. When you when a man is on top, sometimes they get tired, their arms get tired, so they put all their body weight on you, and I'm like, okay, I'm in the middle of like figuring <laughs> out what I'm doing with my own hand, and when your body weight's on it, I can't really like move uh-huh. my arm or like do that stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's where I can, we can, you can do your thing back there and I can do my thing up here and we're just going to meet in the middle. Calvin, you say clitoris or clitoris? <laughs> clitoris. Okay. That's, I think we should end on that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Final, uh, well, real quick, Calvin, what do you got to promote? What do you got coming up? Oh man, I got this really phenomenal show up in Havre de Gras. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I have not heard uh, of it. Parlez-vous la français? Do tell us about it. Have a Oui. Wait, is somebody trying to undercut us up there? Somebody else doing shows? Have a And uh, oui. I got Elliot Chang headline for me. Like, I'm going to be trying to make some jokes. Hopefully they laugh. Uh, come see me at State Theater. 1024. 1024. Yeah. 7 p.m. I think. Doors are open at 7. It's going to be streaming. You should like check that out there. if you can't oh, yeah. come in person. And just so everyone is, we're going to have a free pre-show on the screening link. Yeah. It starts at 7.30. We're going to be Wizard of Ozing that shit. We're going to be behind the curtain. It's going to be great. We're going to have cameras running around behind us. That's what I envision. We'll see what Jared tells me we're really going to do. I'm going to be such a prima donna. I'm going to be screaming <laughs> at people and not getting things right from me. Yeah, I asked yeah. for green M&Ms! <laughs> this is not my writer! Yeah. All right, Stefan. Oh, final thoughts? Of course. It's very simple tonight. If they know your name at the liquor store, it's probably time to take a break. Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. This is a big-timing comedy production. Give it. Listen to me.
American dream fell apart at the seams and it's too many people. 